Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to sniff you and walk out the door here. Uh, certainly not. And I'm recording dongs all over the place. Moist. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Well, do yourself a favor. You have a Wii, right? Abadaba has a Wii, right? I'm going to do myself Download a favor it. later today that has nothing to do with video games. That's right. It does have something to do with a Wii, though. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind, I'm on my mind. Oh, she's hot but a psycho, so left but she's right though. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind, I'm on my all right, Dave. Well, you want to know what's really psycho? Uh, I'm so dedicated to this podcast that I left a sports book tonight to come record this. Wow. And I am uh, so undedicated to this podcast that I'm sitting at my house with four uh, screens going watching the hockey and college football games. So <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of at a sports book right now. <laughs> the, the, the book day, Dave. Now, Last week, we weren't able to record because you went to the Wild Kraken game, and um, I'm guessing that went well. Uh, yeah, I, I am probably the Wild's biggest curse ever. I think in the last four games I've gone, I think they've scored a combined one goal, and wow. uh, I think that includes a couple playoff games. So it, it's it been tough. I, I think I need to avoid the Wild. Um, I need to watch them on TV. I need... I need to stay away from the Excel Energy Center. Well, uh, don't feel too bad because clearly I am the Wolves curse. Uh, after yeah. I bet the over this year, and that is like I, I'm. If somebody will give me like five cents on the dollar for my ticket, I think I would take it at this point. It's oh my god, this is just horrific. So, and as the number one, you know, Timberwolves fan, it, it pains me both financially and emotionally. Well, yeah, you're you're so emotionally invested. You've been so emotionally invested in this team for years. Absolutely, um, it's, it's got to be tough. Complete disaster. Thankfully, we have the Vikings because the Vikings are still <laughs> seven and one. Somehow, they're seven and one. Um, we'll see what happens this weekend. We'll probably talk more about that in a little while. Um, did want to mention, in case you didn't see it on Twitter, um, or you know, you've been busy or whatnot. Um, I am doing a Mark Parrish, uh, Parrish versus the field giveaway. Um, uh, just, you know, a fun little thing, um, for, uh, for somebody to win, um, some prizes. Uh, if you, uh, if you go on Twitter, just find my post about it. And all you have to do is like the post and you'll be entered. Um, nine people are going to win either a Parrish autographed card or a Parrish jersey card, one or the other. And, um, each of those nine people will be assigned a team. You'll either get one of the eight parish teams or you'll get the field, which is obviously the statistical favorite. That's the one you want to get. And whoever get, wins that, whoever wins the Stanley Cup, they are going to get a Mark Parrish New York Islanders bobblehead and the wow. thing that is probably better, a dual autograph card of Mark Parrish and Booch. Wow. Oh, boy. I think... uh I think Jock Lemire would probably rip that card right in, right down the middle, but uh Right, he'd but, keep the boosh half. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's one of the bees, so he's gotta keep the bees. But um Wow, that's a fantastic prize. Good on you, Chuck, for doing that. Uh that'll be fun to track as we love to follow the pucks. 
Oh yeah, and that's that's probably my favorite bet, uh, favorite you know recurring bet of the year. So, um, just fun little giveaway way to get the rubes a little bit invested in that. Um, and yeah, all you have to do is like the post to enter. And of all people, Mark Parrish himself, uh, he retweeted it nicely for me. <laughs> uh, he also liked it. So technically Mark Parrish is eligible to win the Parrish versus the field memorabilia. So <laughs> you, you know, this is how it's going to happen. Parrish <laughs> is somehow going to get drawn for like the worst possible team, the team with the longest odds. And somehow they're going to come all the way back. Like it's going to be like the Kings or something. And the Kings will win the Stanley cup is like the seven seed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Mark Parrish wins a bobblehead of himself. Of How himself. funny would that be? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, get out there and enter that. I think I'm going to draw the winner probably on Sunday. So I'll, I'll, I'll um, tweet about it a couple more times um, before then, um, just so everybody that wants to enter can. So um, fun little thing there. Um, for our little Patreon section, uh, we promised a couple weeks ago, and we are going to do this, an AMA. Uh, we've already received some questions on that. I'm going to do a post on the uh, on the Patreon website. So you guys will see it in your email. You can respond there if you want to. You can DM me, text me, whatever. Um, just uh, just send those uh, AMA questions our way, and then we will do a special Patreon AMA uh, episode. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, the questions submitted so far range from the very serious to the absolutely ridiculous, and I would expect nothing less from um, from our lovely listeners. So uh, should be... <laughs> should be an interesting episode. I might have to have a couple 13, 14 before we record that episode, because that might make <laughs> it even more fun. Yeah. I think it'd still be behind me. But, uh, <laughs> marijuana equivalent. <laughs> and, oh, and speaking, we legalized it. Missouri. It's now legal, baby. Yes. So yeah. Uh, Zach yeah, Elverson, put your, your layers up down. to that. Yeah. He <laughs> didn't, I, I did hear that segment. Zach like didn't even give a shit. Like, I know. Well, no big like, deal. I'm like, come on, dude. It doesn't affect me. I'm like, aren't you the guy that goes to Columbia every once in a while, or goes to KCK to go to a, a race at the track? I'm like, right. Missouri's literally like what five and a half hours. It's it's an easy drive, like uh, to the, to the nearest border, like right. And and can and the sports betting's right over the border at Kansas. We've got Waffle House. I mean, this, this is Zach. I mean, it, it'd be Zach's a lot dream. more laid back than like Chicago, because like you could go to Chicago too. It's about the same distance but like chicago's like a pain in the ass to park a pain in the ass to get somewhere to stay like it's and then like you're you're not bringing all that stuff back like in your car it's not worth the risk there is a waffle house that's very near state line avenue that that would be like zach's dream because you could go across the state border to get your marijuana go back across to bet on sports and then go over to waffle house i mean he's it, it it's the it's the it's the zach trifecta yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that sounds like a pretty. That sounds like a place where I need to build my next house. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, speaking of sports betting, let's do the bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge, and first and foremost, of course, uh, just happens on the day we're recording. They set the brand new record for one year handle total today. Um, the last two Thursdays, they've gone absolutely nuts betting on football, mostly college, but just all over Can the place. Can you blame them? I mean, football's well, amazing. 
Well, absolutely. You've got Tommy in the house and Kazemius in the house and, and, and they'll throw money around. Uh, we'll get more, more on that later with Tommy, but, uh, yeah. So they set the handle record today. $58,400 is where they're sitting right now. There is a decent chance they get to that 69,000 mark if they kind of keep up, uh, what, what they've been doing. We don't have any more golf bets. So that hurts it a little bit, but, uh, they should comfortably get into the sixties and, who knows? Maybe Zach will start throwing down some uh, some greenbacks to try and get to sixty nine thousand. You know, I think as much as I absolutely hate the Live Golf Tour, um, I, I think if the guys were to uh, bet all the Live Tour events, like the, the golf majors, I think that might put it over the hump. Oh, I'm sure it would. Big Live tournaments left, even though I've never watched a second of Live Golf because I- those guys are sellouts. But I haven't either. And honestly, I mean, I, I don't care so much about that. It's just, I, I really don't watch a lot of PGA events that aren't, uh, unless it's a course I really like or yeah. a major, you know, a, yeah, a standard like eight or 10. Uh, yeah. I, would say. I mean, a standard PGA tour event, I'm not going to watch it, but if it's, if it's a course, I think it's cooler. If it's a major, then I'll watch it. So yeah, I mean, or if it's like going to a playoff with, or like the leaderboard looks, you know, sweet or something. Right. But yeah, so um so anyway, so yes, new handle record, excited about that. Um so yeah, we'll see where where they end up at. And the uh the bets that put us uh over the uh the new record today. Uh Tommy went kind of crazy on Callie Manis. Uh yes, if you don't know that name, that is the new uh Gopher quarter that's the hot new Gopher quarterback. Uh one um definitely definitely has potential he runs like the wind chuck (laughs) you got you gotta like the kid but uh tommy went a little bit overboard he said that that, now this one maybe isn't as outrageous he bet corian (laughs) sauce a hundred dollars straight up that uh calic manis would get drafted um so that just all he has to do is be a seventh round pick so that's that's not super crazy i mean the kid's got potential you know but like tanner might not get drafted now (laughs) I doubt he will. I think I think he's going to be a free agent. Like, and, so. and look at where he looked like two years ago. He looked like a third, like top three pick. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So th- that one's that one's got a chance. The one that doesn't have a chance, and the one that Tommy caught a lot of heat for on Twitter today. Uh, he said that Cali McManus would be the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year at some point. So uh, <laughs> whatever quarterback Ohio State has or whatever running back Michigan has, uh, yes, Cali McManus is going to beat them all and uh, be the Offensive Player of the Year. At least he got odds. I was afraid for a, a split second there that he was just going to oh. get that bet straight up. Uh, oh, he got, no. he did get five to one from Corey and Sauce. So it's Tommy's $100 to Corey and Sauce's $500, but which, uh, five which to one reali- is not enough. Which realistically, Chuck, we're talking about like 75 to one. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like, yeah, something in there. I don't know. I mean, I've heard about all these big gopher quarterbacks that have been, you know, coming since even the Jerry Kill era, and I've never seen one, you know, absolute stud, like college football playoff contending quarterback. Like, Tanner's not the guy. No, like, not He might be a pretty good game manager, and I think he's probably better than he gets credit for now. But, um, but yeah, he's he's not it. 
and he got hurt this year by the Ottman Bell injury for sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, I, that's not the difference between Tanner being like a first or second round pick and going undrafted either. So yeah. <laughs> right. So good luck to Kelly McManus. Um, I'm cheering for the kid. I wish him well, uh, but I'm also afraid that Tommy's going to be out about $400 on those bets today. So um, sorry, next up, we talked about it a How little bit. How many wins do they have, by the way? Oh, the Gophers? They got six. If they beat Northwestern, they're at okay. seven, and the number is seven and a half for everybody but yeah. Tommy. Um, so basically as long as they don't blow it to Northwestern, all you need to do is get either Iowa or Wisconsin. Obviously I was the better choice there since it's at home and I was worse. So, uh, yeah, there's, you know, as long as they don't blow it to Northwestern, just take care of business against Iowa and, uh, we will still hit the over, which was not looking so good when they were on their yeah. pregame losing streak, but they've kind of stabilized, beat the bad teams that they're supposed to beat. So hopefully they take care of business against Northwestern. And we get to that over, but uh, it's it's going to be a sweat, especially if they if they beat Northwestern and lose to Iowa, it's going to be a massive sweat because they'd have oh. to go over to Wisconsin and try and win uh, that game. It's which never easy. Never, it's never easy. easy. Oh. So, all right. Well, next up, the uh, we talked about a little bit the seven and one Minnesota Vikings. I oh. mean, this is you know this is I'm still not like a big believer, but I you know hey I'll take oh, seven and one. Stop it, Corey. Well, you know I'm uh, it's it's just hard to be like fully invested until if they were playing well, even if they were playing crap teams, if they were playing really well for four quarters every game, I'd be like yeah. So what if they're playing bad teams? They're playing well, and that's what good teams do. But uh, they're they're not playing great. But hey, I I will take seven and one. I'm super excited. They're gonna win the division. They're gonna have a home playoff game. I mean, this is um uh, this is setting up to be fun. And you know they've they've got time to improve. So the reason I want to talk about this one though is we do have uh Sauce uh took the uh he took the Vikings at plus three and a half versus Corey and the Bills at minus three and a half. So that's the bet. This has been, um, and they've talked about it a couple times on the, the show. This has been a very interesting line to watch. It opened at nine, um, in favor of the Bills and it has eroded all week. But what's weird about it is it's been a very slow erosion. It's gone down about a point a day, point, point a half a day. It wasn't all like one big, like it went straight from nine to three and a half, which would indicate that Josh Allen is out. It's been a very slow decline down to three and a half. Which is very odd. That's, that's not, not normal. Yeah. And, um, I think it speaks to the fact that there really is uncertainty around Josh Allen on whether or not he actually is going to play. I think most, um, people looking at this think he isn't going to play. And that's why it's down as low as three and a half. But, uh, yeah, yeah. very, very interesting line to watch, especially since it affects our favorite team. Dave, what do you got? Uh, if the knowing what we know now, if I, if I made you place a bet, uh, three and a half, uh, you taking the Vikings or Bills? Um, I, I, so I, I think that Vegas, like the, the betters are very split on this and that's why it's slowly falling and not like falling off of a cliff. Like everybody, like there's two, like both sides have a very strong opinion about the game in general, like almost like a money line bet. So I, I can see the, the buybacks once the number keeps moving. I don't think Josh Allen's going to play in this game. Um, I, I think the Bills think that they can win it without him. And, uh, and so I'm taking the Vikings at plus three and a half because I think if Josh Allen's out, um, it could be a pick 'em. 
Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I think um, I, I'm leaning towards he doesn't play. And if that's the case, I mean, plus three and a half, I will I'll take that. I mean, it, to me, the hard thing about this game is trying to score on that defense. I think, right. um, you know, I, I do think we will be able to, you know, keep Keenum contained. I think, you know, the Bills are going to score 17 to 20 points if Keenum's the quarterback, in my opinion. You know, 17, yep. 17 20, 23, maybe somewhere in that range. But man, can the Vikings somehow score? You know, maybe they get aided by a Keenum turnover. Uh, you know, maybe you do something on special teams, but you know, putting up 20 or 24 against that defense just with our offense, it's going to be challenging, especially when we haven't been able to do it against teams that I consider to have lesser defenses. So yeah, yeah. really good number. The over under is really tough at 43 and a half. I, I lean under on that, honestly. I, I, I lean under for sure. Yeah. I really like that. Um, so yeah, so good luck to to our favorite team and good luck however you bet it. We'll see what the final line goes off at. And the last bet that I want to highlight because I always love when we bet on coaches being fired because I think it's just a fun thing to watch and track. Um, since we've talked, Sauce has bet Corey that Nathaniel Hackett will be fired in his first year. Uh, very, uh, very bold statement, uh, that somebody would get fired in the first year. But, uh, you know, Sauce likes to point out that he was brought there to get, uh, to get Rogers to Denver. He didn't. He sucks as a coach. That team is a train wreck. Um, you know, maybe they move on after one year, but, uh, yeah, it's a hundred dollars for Sauce versus Corey. Uh, Corey thinks he survives at least to the second year. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't think he can make it because he can't. For how much they gave away for and have are paying uh, Russell Wilson, uh, they have to win now. Um, they, there's no time to waste. I mean, I I don't know exactly how old he is. I think he's probably like 32, 33. So, like, he's entering the later stage of his career. Um, you know, they need to win now. So, I could see them firing him midseason and promoting an uh, offensive coordinator to head coach. Yeah, potentially. And can you imagine the train ride for him if he had gotten Rodgers to Denver and Rodgers had played like he has this year? So, oh man, either yeah. <laughs> I think either way, his career in Denver was due. It can't be either. worse than Russ, though. Russ has been I, just. Have you watched any of these Packers? Just games? completely lost it mentally. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Rodgers is still the same quarterback. He's just blaming everybody else uh, for his. Yeah, failures, you, you but... can tell he just doesn't care. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, Like he wants the ship to go down. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for your bets update for this week. Uh, let's do those quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get back to the quotes of the week. And we will start at number three with Chris Hockey. I was thinking, like, total on the planet Earth, I think there are only four boobs I wouldn't want to touch. <laughs> yeah. And they're not even all in the same. It's not like pairs. It's just four individual yeah. Like two of them are on your mom. My, my mom yeah. and my daughter. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that's uh, pretty, that's pretty good. Um, 
You know, I, I think there's probably more than four for me, Chuck. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, any any relatives are immediately out. So I, I don't know if hockey has any aunts that are living, but uh, apparently they weren't excluded from the count. Clearly, clearly they weren't. <laughs> that was great. Um, coming in at number two, it's Corey Cove. Wouldn't it be cool if they changed the name of White Bear Lake to Zacktown? Yeah. Oh, dude. If I won the lottery... Yeah, everything would have Zach in it. In Everybody town. would leave. Uh, <laughs> oh, hasn't heck. it already? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, really set him up there. <laughs> everything would have Zach in it. <laughs> Way to go, Zacho. Can you imagine if it was like Zacho Town? Oh, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know that I'd live there, but I definitely visit maybe one weekend, uh, one weekend a year, and uh, for Halvey Fest, Halvey Fest would be so sick. Well, Halvey Fest would be fun, but that we've already seen Halvey Fest. I want Mendez Fest because uh, you know that would happen, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't, I think, I don't know if I'd be there that night. <laughs> well, I just want to observe Halvey at uh, at his peak there at uh, at uh, Mendez Fest. Oh yeah. Yep, like seeing a, a bear in the wilderness. Uh, for sure. Um, well, the only one that could beat him this week is the my main man, Zogsley. One thing is that tendons in there for your fingers. If you oh. cut any of those tendons, you literally lose mobility of that finger. So, so yeah, he had a couple <laughs> of tendons that were like partially sliced. So he he was it was kind of scary if he was going to lose use of his hand, yeah. which would be uh, bad for a professional athlete. It'd be bad for jerking too. It would be oh. bad for that too. Uh, and yeah, you can see you can see Kane. I mean, you can see everybody's. Yeah, it'd be be bad for jerking too. Like, let alone the use of your hand, like or, or like other more important things like writing and driving and. I can just know. see Chris Hockey, the professional ice hockey player, gets his, you know, hand cut by a skate blade, and the first thing he's doing is, no, no, not for his career, but for his Yurkin career. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I got to go left-handed, no. <laughs> oh, oh that was brilliant. All right. Well, there are your quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, we actually have quite a few topics, uh, three topics to hit in your thoughts this week. Uh, been a lot going on on the power trip. Um, and I promised to tease a couple weeks ago. So we're going to get all that taken care of. We're going to talk about the preposterous statement tournament that voting is still ongoing at this point. We'll give you an update there. Um, we're going to do the, we're going to talk about the charge challenge and all the drama that happened last weekend, uh, involving the ghost. And as as promised, uh, I was going to do a Sunny Span Hanks update. So we'll revisit that as well in your thoughts. Uh, let's start with the preposterous statement tournament. So we are down to the final four. Um, lots of lots of interesting uh, vote results. A lot of the votes really weren't that close. I think there were um, some very clear winners. A um, couple surprises in there, but for a lot of it held the form. Um, we've got two number ones and a number four that have advanced the final four. The interesting and by far the closest match or matchup that we have had is still ongoing. It's really too close to call at this point. Um, it's the battle between Adam Thielen um, and saying that Christian Watson dropping his first NFL pass was the greatest thing that could have happened to him <laughs> versus Marnie Gellner, his own cousin, um, the number one seed, 
who said that Rudy Gobert is white. Uh, <laughs> as of right now, this vote is 50.5% for Adam Thielen and 49.5% wow. for Marnie. This is neck and neck. It's Holy literally smoke. just a few votes uh, separating the two of them. So we can't call that one yet. Uh, super excited. Get out to the polls, people. <laughs> <laughs> super excited to see how, how that one ends up. Um, the four, the three winners so far are Zach Helverson, of course, because he was going to win the Zach region, and his quote that Ooh. won it was the number one seed when he said that you could survive a fall from fifteen or twenty thousand feet as long as you went <laughs> feet straight down. Uh, <laughs> and I could tell what they were talking about on the show this week, but uh, I think Corey <sighs> really likes that one. I think uh, <sighs> I think that's Corey's uh, favorite. It's to get so to. ridiculous. Uh, I know, I know, and just the way, it, and part of it was the way Zach said it when he was like. You could survive from like what, 15, 20,000 feet? <laughs> Brilliant. Like, um, yeah, maybe, maybe 5,000 extra feet. <laughs> so that was a number one seed and it will take on in the semifinals. It will take on a fellow number one seed, which was uh, the other Marty Gellner quote that she would only, uh, she wouldn't want to win the $226 million Powerball. <laughs> she would only want $1 million. No surprise there that that advanced oh, to the final four. So oh, she will, <laughs> she will take on Zach. And then the winner of the Thielen Marnie showdown that we are still not making a call on as of yet is going to take on, uh, the surprise quote, uh, that made the final four, uh, meat sauce. Uh, he had the number four seed, uh, but his quote that, um, we nearly had our first freeze because he woke up and it was 48 degrees. Um, apparently the rooms really liked that one. <laughs> the fact that he was 16 degrees off of a, of a freeze. And, uh, that one has made it through to the final four as well. I think it'll be a massive underdog to the Marnie Thielen winner, but, uh, yeah, props to Sauce to making that to the final four. So you've got the, uh, the Zach plunge, the, uh, Marnie, uh, Powerball. The sauce, uh, freezing and then the Thielen Marty winner. Uh, out of those five that are left, Dave, w- uh, which one do you think is going to go the distance? Um, I, I think Marnie's with the, uh, the lottery that you yep. only want to win, uh, one million instead of 226. Like the fact that you could just give it away to like your friends and family or <laughs> exactly <charity> or like, <laughs> like, Whatever. It's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. And I think especially given that we just had a gigantic Powerball ticket hit um, just this past week, uh, I think that was really resonating with people, too, um, as the voting was going on that, like, come on. So and she's and she continues to be adamant about it, too. She's it's been brought up multiple times and she continues to stick to her gun. So um, she's not backing down. And I don't think the rubes are backing down off of uh, making that one potentially the, uh, the preposterous statement tournament winner. Yes. So that's fun. So voting will, uh, we'll have the semifinalists uh, by probably by the time you hear this, we'll know the, uh, the four semifinalists. We'll do the voting on those two next week and that'll set up the, uh, the finals after that. Um, so yeah, we'll do the, uh, we'll get the voting on the, the semis next week. So thank you to everyone that voted and, um, it's been a lot of fun. All right. Well, next up, we're going to talk about the charts challenge because of all the stupid weekends for me to be out of town. Um, it was the weekend that the ghost went absolutely nuts. Uh, just a quick, a quick little recap of my, uh, of my uh, weekend or at least uh, Sunday 
we're driving back. So, you know, of course I knew that there were, there were three games in the charts challenge at noon. I was expecting to get home about five or five 30. So I was like, yeah, when I get home, you know, I'll send out an update and then, you know, update later in the evening when the other games are played, you know, and uh, stop for gas uh, very early on, on the drive home. And I decided, you know, whipped out the phone, check my Twitter notifications. And, you know, if I haven't looked at my phone for a while, I'll normally have, you know, three, four notifications here and there. Um, I, I pulled up my phone and it was like 20 plus. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, did somebody get into like an argument on Twitter and I was getting tagged in it or something? Um, pull it up and realize that Joe Mixon has already scored two touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, so I'm like, hmm. This is interesting. So a bunch of rubes, like super excited that uh, Joe Mixon is off to the hot start. So, uh, so yeah, I pulled up Red Zone and I was watching Red Zone on uh, on the drive back, and two became three, and three became four, and four became five. And then I was getting tweets like, "We need a charge update. We need charge." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm on the road." So uh, eventually got it updated. Fifty. One points, Dave. The record by 10, the highest week score ever by 10. Uh, Mixon, 51 points. Unbelievable. And, and, uh, Steve, uh, shout out to Steve. He, uh, tweeted at, uh, the ghost. And, uh, somehow I got a notification on it. Uh, but I've lost the password for it for like, over a year now and uh i randomly guessed uh the beaver 69 nice and uh that's what it was so uh i've since changed it but uh (laughs) but i got logged back in and right after i tweeted he scored another touchdown and then i tweeted again and then he scored his fifth touchdown i'm like oh my god like it was so much fun to watch him just score touchdown on every drive it was nuts it, it it absolutely was crazy. And yeah, so we've gone from a situation to where, you know, the, uh, there were a couple of people right about even Creasel and Hawk were right about even with the ghost sauce was a little bit ahead of the ghost. Corey and Zach were struggling to, I mean, it's basically over for four of the five guys. I mean, sauce is 17 back. So he's, you know, it, it's definitely not mm-hmm. over for sauce. He could make up 17 yeah. points in six weeks. But man, Creasel and Hawk, they cannot afford any mistakes. And it is completely over for Corey and Zach. I mean, I, there's, yeah. all, there's all, yeah. I mean, you're talking like a 0.00001% chance that they can get back in this. They, it would have right. to be something insane, but it's almost over for Hawk and, uh, and Creasel. Uh, it'll yeah. be very, in- I think one of the more interesting pieces of drama is think about the dividing line that Sauce potentially has here. He either has to do the punishment and a Rube committee decides what's going to happen to the five guys, or he actually avoids the punishment and he gets to be the guy to decide the punishment for the four other people. I mean, that is like a huge swing um, from being from being punished to being the guy that decides the punishment for everybody else. And I know uh, just from a couple of texts I have received, he would really love to be the lone winner. (laughs) <laughs> I I believe he would. Yes, I I I believe that. And I and I do think uh if Sauce is the lone winner, I think um 
I just have a feeling that the punishment will not be equitable across all four guys. Um, I think Sauce <laughs> may or may not play favorites. So, uh, yeah. You might single somebody out. Uh, a couple of somebodies. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah. Um, and it was interesting too that Kayla Creasel was tweeting something like, if John gets sent all over the state, he might be looking for his third wife. I thought that was a. <laughs> maybe trying to influence whoever votes on the uh the committee so okay that's hilarious i know so that was brilliant so yes lots of drama in the chart challenge uh, of course by the time you hear this they'll have selected their players for week 10 um yeah only six weeks left so uh absolutely no missteps allowed for anybody or they are completely out i mean you you draft somebody that gets hurt in the first quarter it's it's yeah. completely over and I think we have a double, double, uh, like a quarterback, uh, wide receiver combo thing left, right? Well, he's already done one. He sometimes he does two in one year and sometimes he only does one. So it's possible, but you know, people are like, Oh yeah, it's a great chance to make up points. But at the same token, it's a, it's a great chance for the ghosts to get more points too. So, exactly. you know, it, it really does influence. I, th- I, well, think, I the think the thing- risk is probably worth it. Yeah. Oh, if you're chasing, you definitely want the opportunity for yeah. more points. The last thing you want is like tight ends or something where everybody gets a four, you know? Right. So yeah, if you're chasing, you absolutely want that, but it's not like that's an automatic way to gain points either. Cause the, uh, no. the ghost gets the same chance at it. So no. yeah. So, but I think charts should. Yeah. I, he, pro- I'm, he probably will give one more crack at the old double points. So. Lots of fun there. It's, this has been the best, uh, the best ghost year, um, of all time. And, uh, it, it, either way, it's going to come right down to the wire. Even if sauce does, uh, does catch the ghost, it's going to be like flop, sweat and tears on the last week. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the drama. So, yeah. uh, last thing I wanted to hit on, um, in your thoughts is, uh, I promised a couple weeks ago we'd have a sunny span Hanks update. So, um, and I told you what the, uh, the four, uh, potential, <laughs> scenarios were for mr spanhanks i said that he is either dead he's in prison he's a multi-millionaire or he's on a reality tv show uh dave you've had a couple weeks to think about it uh what do you think what ha- what became of sunny spanhanks uh i'm gonna go with uh he was on a reality tv show that is not the correct answer. That's a good guess, just because it, it was kind of the the odd one in that group there. Uh, so that that is a good guess. Uh, he's still very much alive, so he is not dead. He is not on a reality TV show. Um, I don't have a look at his financial statements, but if I had to guess, I don't think he's a multimillionaire. Uh, yeah, Sonny's in prison. So. Uh, oh, Sonny. Sonny, um, don't know all the specifics, he's but in the he's in the jailhouse now. Uh, yeah, he's serving. He's serving a couple of years for um, some assault, um, some disorderly conduct, uh, Rosie. Resisting, resisting arrest. Uh, yeah, the uh, the mugshot's out there. If you if you Google it, you'll find his mugshot. I'm not going to post it um, anywhere just because I don't want to, you know, dump on somebody no. that's down. But I just thought that was an interesting little side note that, uh, yeah, very Mr. interesting. Mr. Span Hanks ended up in the, the old pokey, but I guarantee you he, nobody is running that prison more with cigarettes than Sonny Span Hanks. Oh, yeah. Long darts 24 seven for Sonny. <laughs> he doesn't even sleep. He just smokes. 
Oh yeah, like I I just see in the prison yard they're like you know you can play you can play basketball or you can play baseball and they look at Sonny they're like well what do you do Sonny I do cigarettes I do, I do cigarettes <laughs> so <laughs> well we w- we wish the best for Mr. Spanhags hopefully he gets out turns his life around a little bit um and uh yeah and continues to be known for the the cigarettes and not other things but um yeah. Uh, uh, one of the one of the power trip legends uh sunny spanhanks so. <laughs> all right well last thing we gotta do is our locks of the week um i lost my last one so i'm one and three on this pathetic season uh dave i don't remember how you did you were two and one do you remember if you won or lost yeah i won my under I won okay my under. nice so you are three and one i'm one and three that means you get to go first what do you got for us Oh man. Okay. Well, I have to look at it quick. So I'm going to tap dance a little bit. All right. Well, while you're tap dancing, I'm going to give mine then um, since I'm ready to go on it. Um, mine is pretty simple. Um, there is, uh, you know, there, there's lots of good games this weekend. Um, lots of interesting lines going. Um, but you know, I'm looking no farther than Denver, Tennessee. Um, Denver is absolute crap. Uh, we talked about earlier. Their offense is horrible. Can't get anything done. That over under terrifies me at 37 and a half. Uh, I just, even, even though I would lead under, I just, I can't do it, but I definitely can do, uh, Tennessee at minus two and a half. They did a great job hanging with the Chiefs. Headed back home after an overtime loss. Um, a great spot for them. Tennessee Titans minus two and a half is my lock of the week. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a letdown game or not for after Tennessee, but um, yeah, that's that's a tough game. But I like I like your read on that. I I didn't have a read on it. Um, I have an under again that I absolutely love. Um, I've been following a theory that has uh, so if there's a if they're in a game, if the favorite is favored by more than nine points, uh, if you take the under, odds are uh, it's going to hit. And I love the under in 50.5 in Jacksonville, Kansas City this week um, at Arrowhead. Um, I think both offenses could sputter. And, and maybe it's just a boring game that the Chiefs win, you know, maybe 23 to 10 or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see a lot of points in this game. Yeah, I like that call. And I actually, um, when you when at the beginning of the year when they have all the games available, I actually got the uh, the Jaguars at plus thirteen and a half um, at the time. Wow! And it was one of the biggest lines of the year. And I'm like, you know, I don't think Jacksonville is going to be awful, and I don't know the Chiefs are going to be dominant. I'm like, give me thirteen and a half points, I'll take it. So I benefited a little bit. We'll see if it uh, actually pays off or if the Chiefs just wipe the floor with them. But no, I like I like that call. I do think. Um, this looks, uh, you know, 15 and a half is a pretty big number. So yeah. excellent. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Uh, we will try to be back next week to give you an update on all things charge, all things, uh, preposterous statement tournament and everything else that's going on in the world of the power trip. Uh, but in the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at power trip quotes. And I'm of course at power trip bets. Thanks for listening guys. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.